0: This is probably the biggest news over the past day or two. Tesla made a big crypto play. And it's funny because Mo was saying, I feel like we were talking about it like very recently about how Tesla should just start accepting crypto for the purchase of their vehicles to, to you know further the futuristic nature as a company. Mm. And I knew, well, we all saw that Elon himself was talking about it for a while. Not just Bitcoin. We followed as the bio changed to Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. But then you saw the tweets about Dogecoin and whatever else. And weighing in on the GME stuff. And obviously some interest in, uh, I don't know, this movement. Internet movement. It's happening. Going on. And also, his kind of distaste for the traditional finance stuff, well, particularly the hedge funds and things like this, because his company's been so historically shorted. Anyway, the announcement that took place is uh, Tesla to embrace Bitcoin, to purchase $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin. Mm Mm-hmm. I believe the purchase was around 44000 the price of Bitcoin at the time. Sends the price of Bitcoin skyrocketing even further than it's ever done previously. Part of me thinks Elon's just having a blast just just saying things and watching the market. Just, I think he likes watching arrows go up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, any of us would. Arrows go up? Good. Any of us would. You send a tweet, doge, whatever,
1: goes up. Yeah, I just noticed that uh, when you search Bitcoin, this sh- shows up on Google. Mm-hmm. Is, is, is that, that normal? Is I that a f- new feature? I feel like that's new. But I could be wrong. I don't know.
0: It could be based on your search history that it knows that you're always looking for that. Yeah. But as you can see here, maybe put, put a one year on that on that chart. I mean, God, put a five year on that chart. Oh, God. Oh, my God anyway yeah so bitcoin it appears is for real i'm more of an ethereum guy myself are you yeah that's right but bitcoin is for real willie do more of a doge guy it's a crypto for each person doge is down though you see people yeah. knew wait the people were like wait a sec are we goofing around what are we doing but long term uh-oh long term look at that to spike the moon. yeah it went straight sure. to the moon it was definitely a rocket ship type pattern you know what I think, well I think on social media now you can just tweet rocket ships. I tweeted out a rocket ship earlier yeah, today and exactly. people were like, Absolutely. They loved it. Uh I don't know that it's worth tweeting anything else at this point. Uh, yeah. I you're, think you're the right. the rocket ship is the most accepted what was that glitch on my Twitter account? That was weird. I think it was an ad. Oh wow, that was weird. Let's see the rocket ship. You said that works, it looks great. It's widely understood. Everybody wants to go to the moon. Nobody's against that idea. Uh-huh. So I may have to update daily just with more rocket ships. Or uh, a photos picture because look at the amount of effort that went into that thing. That might even be better than a rocket ship. There you go. Anyway, so Tesla comes along and they and they buy a bunch of Bitcoin. So they got it in the bank. They spend a couple billion, billion and a half. And then they say, and we want to accept it. So we need a little bit right now. We're going to disclose that we need to buy a little bit because we're thinking about preparing to accept it. I think they should. I think it further differentiates them as the modern car company. I think it further differentiates them from the traditional automakers that are out there. Mm -hmm. And also, it's just, uh, well, you know, what, what if we realized through 2020, 2021, when the public, the public speaks, they get it. They get what they want. Whether it's Reddit or Twitter or crypto. Everybody's sitting at home. And at the, at the end of the day, no matter what you're selling, if it's an idea, if it's a stock, if it's a car, if it's a crypto coin, you need an audience for it. Yeah.
1: And a lot of people like to Jump on the bandwagon.
0: Whatever the audience says, whatever everything, whatever they vote for, Mm. that's the direction you're going. And uh, there's some kind of a recognition there. I think one of Elon's tweets actually said uh, the people have spoken Mm. as far as Doge was concerned. Mm -hmm. But I think Doge is kind of like a weird, fun, uh, loose kind of uh, what would you say? A loose kind of indicator for crypto in general. Yeah. And I think if you look at, if you analyze Elon's Twitter account prior to the big Bitcoin purchase you could see all the Doge push because there's no way a person knows about Doge but doesn't know about Bitcoin. You see what I'm saying? It's like a weird connection. Mm -hmm. (sighs) that it feels fun and like a joke, but at the same time, it's an indicator for actual interest in crypto as a whole. Like who let the doge out, the meme tweet? 130,000, the statistics changed when you clicked on it, but over 100,000 retweets, 11,000 quote tweets, and almost a million likes. Who let the doge out? So it's like the meme version. So it's like, it's just a joke we can all play. But at the same time, beneath it, like any good meme, there's some truth. There's some Mm -hmm. evidence. There's some inkling of significance. Yes. Who would have thought it would have been the Doge representing it? But that's the way it goes. That's the way the internet works. So anyway, Tesla, you're going to buy your next Tesla with Bitcoin. I don't know if I can or not. I think I already got it. Maybe I'll talk to the representative and say I want to be the first to pay. Yeah. In crypto. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I'm gonna have to pile up a little bit of crypto, but yeah, I'll figure that out. You gotta get some. I could convert some Ethereum, or there you go. Maybe I just gotta convert it all to Doge, and then this is not a this is not financial advice. I'm joking around. Relax, please. Today's sponsor is ExpressVPN because you are on the internet. Mm -hmm. You are a person, you're a human, on the internet. I mean you, Willie, dude. Me, you, Mo, Otis. Anybody here right now? Uh Uh-huh. They're on the internet, trading crypto.
1: (laughs) Yes, as we do.
0: And uh, you want to know something, whether it's your internet service provider like Comcast or Verizon... They know everything about you, man. They know every website you're visiting. Everything goes through them. You just yeah. load up your web browser. It's Disheartening. They know everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. They know if you're uh, trading Doge or trading something else. Yeah. They know what you're up to, and you might not like that. You might prefer to have a private online experience. Mm-hmm. Let me put it this way. Here's how they describe it. When you use the bathroom, you close the door behind you, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, some
0: people don't. Hey, man! I mean, if you didn't close the bathroom door over here, that would be a real problem, Will. we have to have a chat about it. Yeah. Yeah. So why are you letting people look in when you go online? What's the matter with you? You load up ExpressVPN and you have a private online experience belongs to you and you also something i like here you are able to pick the region so if you're a content aficionado like myself you like to watch netflix hbo uh hulu or otherwise bbc actually has good content mm-hmm. but it's a lot of regional stuff going on with that mm-hmm. expressvpn defeats those content restrictions and censorship and gives you unlimited access to video, music, social media, you'll be surprised. Well, you load up Netflix from a different region, different inventory. You might want to hop on a U.S. Netflix. You're trapped over here in Canada, Uh freezing your butt off. Yep.
1: Get some of that sweet, sweet U.S. content. You
0: might need to. But also, you might need to hop on a BBC because every so often, they put something together. Yeah, learn something. You might need to because you're indoors because you're freezing your butt off. Uh And you can't even get out on a snowboard yet. Even though you watch the Burton Bindings all day. Yeah, they're great. (laughs) Anyway, I use ExpressVPN on all my devices. It works on everything, phones, laptops, even routers. Everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can still be protected. Even if they don't have ExpressVPN, you can put it right on the router. It is the world's number one rated VPN by CNET, Wired, The Verge, and countless others. Head over to expressvpn.com slash lulater today. Use my exclusive link. It must be expressvpn.com slash loolater. You will get an extra three months free. It is expressvpn.com slash loolater or click the link in the description. Don't forget to use that link to get an extra three months of expressvpn for free. Apple could be next, Will, on the cryptocurrency front. And this was a conversation that we were having as a group this morning about how these big businesses can potentially be on the right side of this crypto thing mm-hmm. and potentially increase the rate of adoption and utilize it in their favor for their business interests. Yeah. In, you know, all these phones, all these tech companies, they got wallets. They got so far right now, we just put our cards into their wallets, our pre existing credit cards. Well, then Apple, they went with a financial product and financing mm-hmm. and they got their very own Apple card and you put that inside your wallet on your device. Yep. And it's like, huh, all this electronic money moving around. Is there something we can do in here? Mm-hmm. You see, one of the things about crypto right now, I know the true crypto people, they want to hold on to their own crypto, their own keys. Yeah. Like uh, Antonopoulos says.
1: Cold storage.
0: That's what they do. But the the fact of the matter is, the average person might... Indulge? No, no, no. The average person might need a more streamlined experience. But I don't know. I don't know who who or what the average person is in 2021. I think it's going to be... I just feel there's an opportunity for a company of Apple scale to come along. We saw what Tesla did. And I'm not saying Apple's going to do this anytime soon. It's a report by from RBC here. Apple increasingly getting into the services business. They got all kinds of cash piles sitting around. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest cash piles in the world. Mm-hmm. Put a little into crypto. I don't know. See what happens. And then maybe more interestingly to me, find a way to embrace it amongst your customers. Think about the install base of iOS devices. Imagine a feature, crypto component being added. I'm not saying this, people are very skeptical, mm-hmm. but imagine that existed immediately overnight on the wallet app, on every single iPhone. And Apple uses it as some sort of privacy pitch as they would and as they do on a regular basis. And they say, which company you wanna trust? We're the mm-hmm. privacy guys. Yeah. Who tells you when they're tracking you on the ads and whatnot? We do. Mm -hmm. Nobody else. So they could make a pitch that their device is the only device secure enough to be a home for your crypto. Yes. I'm just making a pitch right now. Yeah. Not saying they're gonna do it. But that's you know, that's the report. Apple Inc. has a clear opportunity, according to RBC, to offer a buying and selling mechanism for cryptocurrencies. They're talking about an exchange, Willie Do. Mm. A move that would allow the company to immediately gain market share, according to a research report on Monday, RBC Capital Markets. With its access to world-class software and a secure ecosystem, Apple could tackle the problem individuals face acquiring crypto. I mean, instantly, overnight, boom, exchange. Take a small piece, take a small percentage. They're all about percentages. They're all about services right now. Mm -hmm. Boom, bottom line. Who do you trust? Which brand? Which brand? I'm not saying you, yeah. you should do it. I, I'm not saying you should do it.
1: I'm curious about the uh, crypt, crypto guys, like the really passionate ones. What, what would they think about
0: it? So the reason... Would they like it or not?
1: Well, to I have mean... have like a big corporation. I mean, have look, the
0: true crypto guys love the decentralized aspect. Yeah, It's no central powerhouse that can uh, uh, manipulate the thing. That's the pitch.
1: But also... If Apple adopts it, wouldn't it go to the moon?
0: You're all about the moon today. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, look, it, it's a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. I think the idea of an exchange crypto, the true cryptos, hate the idea of money sitting on the exchange. Uh-huh. It's volatile over there. However, you look at what's going on with the, the likes of Robinhood, things like this. People are leaving their money all over the place. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, it's insured. It could be government insured, depending on the institution. Humans are really used to the idea of their money existing as a figment of their imagination, as some sort of set of digits inside of a bank. Yes. Is it in the bank? It's on your web page. It's on your app. Is it backed by gold, Willie? Do no, you just yes. you just take comfort looking, scrolling, looking at your little number. Yeah. Oh, there's it's my number. cool? I'm safe. I have a number. Uh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I so mean, pe- can- people, I, what I'm trying to get at is that people are really used to that idea, as, as crazy as it sounds. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. you could go into the bank and be like, "I need a hundred grand right now," and they'd be like, "We can't give you that." And you'd be like, what do you mean? I got it right there. Right? They won't even give it to you. It's not even right there. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, you gotta order that in advance. So it is a kind of thing where we have given tremendous amount of trust to the banking institutions. Now I know they're regulated and everything else. But I find it hard to believe that some some version of that system wouldn't follow crypto too. And companies like Apple and others, PayPal, whoever you name it, Amazon. Tesla already kind of getting into that direction. There are opportunities for money to be made as this transition takes place. Mm-hmm. And I think there's going to be some version of crypto for everyone where some prefer to go the hardcore route and others are more on the loose side of it. More Others are more enabling these brands to earn their piece yes. and saying, you know what, I'm fine with that. I don't know that it's a question of one of it only being one way. If you look at the payment structure of regular money, it's so many different ways that people utilize it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about here in Canada, people use Inter- Interac, which has been around forever. Yeah. And it's not a credit card. It's a direct card linked to your bank account. Been around for decades. People in Europe, the same thing. Now I go to Europe and I pull out a credit card in some places, I'm in Germany. They're like, what is that?
1: They're like, bah.
0: They, they don't want to take it at some places and, yeah. and And I'm like, oh, wow. So the adoption is different depending where you are. So why should we expect that over here it's not going to be the same where there's going to be this variety of usages? Mm -hmm. So anyhow, uh, Apple has this wallet app. They have an an, an insane install base. And currently it's a bit messy because people just select their own own wallet application. There's many great ones, but there's opportunity. That's what I'm trying to get at. You may have seen this video clip here will tesla updating software on its uh, fleet of cars oh yeah how futuristic does that look that is wild so That's i don't know how entire many entire fleet i don't right know how there. many cars this is total what is it it doesn't actually say i don't and know they're
1: it's all that. in uniform what is
0: that thousands of cars well
1: it's the grid yeah.
0: Thousands of cars, and they're all getting an OTA update, so it's being pushed nice. over the air. And the headlights are responding like little diodes on a motherboard. Just dee, 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 mm-hmm. dee. sweet little update. Now imagine when they're fully autonomous. They've been built. They just drive themselves to their location. They get their updates on their own. Look at those little intelligent creatures. Cool. Now, prior to the OTA updates, it was a pretty ugly experience updating cars. And certainly at scale, if you scroll down in this particular article, you'll see how VW was having to do it with the ID3 vehicle, and you can tell, I mean, it's just not the same appeal oh. over here. It's it looks like a laptop and a cable for every single vehicle and yeah. just an ugly experience time-consuming, presumably. So by putting that connectivity, the over-the-air connectivity, it's a huge advantage for speed and efficiency in this, uh, in this area. Of course, other manufacturers have adopted similar technologies. Now the new Mach-E from Ford is gonna have OTA updates as well. But what a fun little glimpse into a massive number of updates taking place. This was captured on TikTok originally. And we spoke about Dogecoin just exploding. And I know you like it. You find it to be a fun little thing. Yeah, it is. To partake. It's quite hilarious. And you also just like, you're a big dog guy. You're a dog lover. so Yeah,
1: the, the Sheba.
0: That doesn't hurt. Funny looking uh, dog. Very cute. It's not just, it's actually not just Elon who's been tweeting about it. You had Gene Simmons from Kiss and then you also had Snoop Dogg. Okay. Or Snoop Doge. Yeah. And the memes are just out of control. They're flying. Doge jumped on the list of most valuable cryptocurrencies to number seven mm. on some lists, on some charts. It more than 55% this weekend. It uh, set a new all-time high. Of course, Elon Musk was tweeting about it, which got the whole thing running because Snoop Dogg's tweet was in response to Elon Musk. What kind of figure is this? And Gene Simmons just calls himself the god of Dogecoin. Because he just bought a bunch of it. So he might as well contribute something. Good for him. And uh, I mean, people love it. Look at that. 3.6 thousand retweets. 16 thousand likes. And then this girl says, I've lost so much because of Dogecoin. If you could send me some, I would love you forever. And then an address. Oh. (laughs) Oh man, the scams though. The crypto scams on Twitter are out of control. Uh, they're, yeah. out, they're a little bit out of control. But anyway, the, the ultimate meme was the final one that was posted by Elon about it, which was, it was the Lion King meme. Yeah. yeah, that one. So you have, Elon is holding up Gene Simmons, who was the next to respond, who's holding up Snoop Dogg, who was the next to respond, who's holding up Doge, an actual yeah. Doge.
1: Simba Doge.
0: Simba Doge. And so it's completely out of control, and that's why people love it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, getting back to some real business here SpaceX has begun to accept $99 pre orders for its Starlink satellite internet service. And they're chatting about potential IPO, upcoming IPO. You know, they believe it's going to be a big business. I don't know if you knew that well. They <laughs> yeah, believe it would make sense. They believe that it might be. Let me get you a number. Starlink could bring in revenue of $30 billion a year. Ten times the highest annual revenue it expects from its core rocket business. Ten times the revenue from its rockets. You see how this goes with SpaceX, Well, They need to make some cash. Yes. So they can keep shooting rockets up and up there. Sure. But, you know, the rocket emoji, uh-huh. they got to do the actual emoji in real life. Yes. To the moon. Uh-huh. Better, better yet, to Mars. Mm-hmm. You got to fund it. And this is one of the ways by bringing internet to regions that previously had crap internet, if they had internet at all. Canada has been a target for it, making it more interesting to us. Of course, also parts of the United States, and I believe parts of the UK, they wanna roll it out to more, as you know, and they also wanna do better on the price than the current offering. It's this little dish, it's a bit of a, I mean, you put the 99 down as the pre-order, but then it's gonna cost you more. You know this, we covered this before. It's like close to 500 bucks by the time you got the whole thing. Mm. Which, to people who have had trash connectivity, they don't care. They're like, give it to me.
1: Yeah, in rural areas.
0: I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, they're trying to open it up to a bigger bigger audience. They're targeting coverage in many more areas, even though it's going to take time. They do say the $99 is fully refundable if for whatever reason that doesn't happen or if you want to back out. Uh, US, Canada, UK are going to be first, and a deposit doesn't guarantee service the uh the 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 beta program for starlink was priced at 99 a month and a 499 upfront cost now maybe once it rolls out to a bigger audience they can bring those costs down Mm. i know that like i said that's been a target for the thing it's funny the order form looks a lot like tesla's order form oh yeah yeah when you go to do the uh the pre-order on starlink uh uh, spacex has been approved to launch 11,943 satellites and the company hopes to deploy 4,425 into orbit by 2024. It is currently launched around 1,000. They got a long way to go. But how about this disclosure to the FCC last week? They say there's over 10,000 users in the United States and abroad already. 10,000 users is not nothing, Well, for a beta test.
1: No. I actually got an email um, from Starlink like two days ago mm-hmm. saying that... Uh, like, our area is uh, is good. Like, we can access the beta.
0: Got the right latitude?
1: Yes, absolutely. So,
0: can they send it over? We give it a go?
1: Yeah, we just need to order it.
0: <laughs> no, but, but we need to get in touch because it's going to take forever. We're going to go on a pre-order list. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, I'll see what I can...
0: We need to get in be. touch with the real Starlink people.
1: Okay, let me talk to Elon.
0: Yeah, call him up. Uh, It's a race, though, you know? It's a race. You heard about the court case and Amazon was disputing some of the new alterations to where those satellites were going to live. Yeah. At which altitude and so forth. It's a race, man, to be the satellite internet service provider to get all these satellites up there. And so you know that SpaceX is going to have to move, and it looks like they are. Speaking of all these cryptocurrencies china wants a piece of it we talked about this in the past a lot of nations they want to have their very own crypto and this is one that the crypto types that we were talking about earlier they don't buy this one they're like wait a sec the government that's as central as central can get
1: yeah isn't that the opposite of decentralization
0: that's one they all agree on so india was talking about outlawing all private cryptos in favor of its own Uh, National China, of course, wants to do the same thing. And in order to incentivize the adoption of their very own crypto, they're going to hand out uh, $1.5 million in digital currency during a test for the Lunar New Year. So you know for Chinese New Year, you hand the envelopes. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of trying to play up that whole uh, theme and make it so the government is handing out Envelopes except huh. with digital.
1: What's in the envelopes? Is it, is Dig- it digital? digital money?
0: Yeah. So it would be fifty thousand packets of around thirty bucks. So it will be a total of ten million in Chinese currency. I think a lot of people want thirty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A free thirty.
1: But what's in there though? <laughs> what do you mean? Is it like a little code or something that they have to redeem?
0: Oh, I don't know. Do you get an actual physical envelope? I thought it was like a digital. Oh yeah. I mean, it
1: could be I think it's a digital
0: envelope. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That makes more sense.
0: That'd be cool. It's a a physical envelope. They're just on the street. You, 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 no. You have to apply for a chance to be a recipient. It's a trial that will select 50,000 from a pool of applicants to receive the 30 bucks in digital currency. And then recipients can spend the money at offline locations or e-commerce sites like JD.com, which is a huge, maybe second biggest, I'm not sure, but huge e-commerce site, very Amazon-like, but in China. So they're trying to play off the holiday, attach themselves to the holiday, put a good mood around it, and give away a freebie. So people are like, that was easy. Uh That was cool. I just put my code in. Uh Sweet. I love this digital currency. Let me transition completely to it. What's Bitcoin? You know what I'm saying? Well, that's the plan. But anyway, uh, it's kind of cool. I mean, it is. It's an interesting experiment, nonetheless. Mm -hmm. But it's not crypto crypto. No. (laughs) I'm speaking of crypto crypto. Last crypto story. It's just it's been a crazy crypto week. Yeah. Weekend. I've never seen so much crypto as this weekend.
1: A lot of movement.
0: This is a, a 20 times GeForce RTX 30 gaming laptop crypto farm. <laughs> now we have seen some outlandish crypto mining setups, but this one might take the cake just cause it's laptops and it just seems so outlandish. It's laptops in like a tent orientation so that they don't explode or burn yeah. or smoke. And uh, I believe they are RTX 3060s, most of them. And, and, and part of this must be driven by the fact that the GPUs, the independent GPUs are tough to come by. Uh, and so people are, that, want, that want to mine are reverting to any availability, including RTX 3060 laptops. Uh-huh. But these are obviously not ideal for mining <laughs> from a longevity standpoint i wonder about cooling absolutely i know look man i have run into some gaming laptops for example that have some pretty tremendous cooling but i've run into other uh portable gaming devices with rtx in them that get instantly hot 80 degrees celsius gets
1: cooked right away
0: cooked almost immediately and not advisable to run for long periods of time so The only way I could advise such a thing is if you have super cheap electricity, for one, because you're running a little extra power to power all the elements of the laptop that you wouldn't otherwise be powering with a simplified rig. And if you have a cool enough environment, like if it's toasty in the environment as well and they're already running toasty, I'm getting concerned that you might not recoup the investment and that the hardware might lose all of its value because it might get cooked. Now, I don't know. I have no I haven't attempted anything like this. Maybe I should. Yeah. But imagine that RTX. Th- there's an, there's a calculation on this particular article suggesting that that the laptops could be paid off in 4 months. Uh-huh. But they're listing the laptops as 1000 bucks each. Uh, that's a pretty cheap RTX 3060 laptop. 1000 bucks. Yeah, they're usually a little more than that, yeah. but I, I don't know. It seemed like a low end version of it. But anyway, uh, yes, it's possible, but I wouldn't personally advise. Steam has set a new record for concurrent users: twenty six point four million. Hmm. Concurrent. That's not nothing. Hmm. Now, it's it's weird to say this, but the pandemic has been kind of good for Steam. Well. Yeah. It's one of these things, you know. You take from one place, you give somewhere else. People are really into the games, and the original Steam spike was right as soon as people figured out, oh yeah, we're probably gonna be staying at home. Steam, mm-hmm. rocket ship,
1: they're going to the moon,
0: and uh, this is just uh, the latest. Now it's important to note the uh, the twenty five point million concurrent aren't all actively playing a game at that moment. Uh, that's connected users. In game users that we're playing at the moment, 7.3 million. Hmm. And maybe you can take a shot at the most popular games, Will, without reading them to us. Oh, you already looked. I, yeah.
1: It's uh, Counter Strike. Yep. Uh, Dota 2, Player Unknown, uh, PUBG, Apex Legends, Tale of Immortal. A Chinese RPG that's currently only available in simplified Chinese?
0: That's actually interesting because I'm about to do a follow-up, the next article, about something that's going on in China. Huh? But I'll just let you know that the previous concurrent record was $18.8 million in February 2020. And it took two years to get there from the previous record of $18.5 million when PUBG was taking over the world. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Remember when PUBG was taken off? So anyway, it's been a really... A really big month for Steam, and this was only going to help them. They have officially come to China in the next article here. And the PS5 is also going to come, too. I didn't realize there was a hiatus on consoles in China for a long period of time. Well, huh? I believe from 2010 to 2015, you couldn't get a console in China. Oh, from 2000 to 2015. Really? You couldn't get a console in China. Why? Because they couldn't monitor, or maybe the IBC? manufacturers didn't want to create a separate store. You know how China has to have the separate store oh. with, the, with the approval process. Wow. Now, Steam has been in China, but they had to use the international store. And there were certain restrictions in doing so. Having a dedicated Chinese store means that the games can get pre-approval and make sure there's no issues that they're they're officially supported and and approved of you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. by the government yep. to be used uh, in that market there's of course a huge number of potential users that steam can reach more yeah officially now in china as opposed to the international client sony wants a piece of that market too and uh, they're ready to come back in a big way now you did have the previous gen consoles playstation 4 and such but there has been a delay as they work to, you know, make sure that their product meets the criteria for approval as well. From a software standpoint, what you what you can and can't get inside of the app store, whatever it is that is considered to be acceptable in China and not acceptable. So gaming. You ever heard of gaming? Here and there. Yeah. This guy has been live streaming a Galaxy S21 underwater for 11 days how about that for riveting content
1: uh, yeah. this reminds That's me of that piece of riveting.
0: reminds me of that piece of content from uh, iceland where a guy was live streaming yeah. the decay of the last mcdonald's cheeseburger ever sold in iceland mm. before they closed up shop and left the country forever and he was live streaming i mean that was even less riveting because there wasn't you know what happens to a 10-year-old mcdonald's cheeseburger will Almost nothing! You can still eat it, some would say. I would say. That (laughs) looks very appetizing to me. The packaging has decayed more than the product. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Those are just soggy fries. Yeah, no, no, they're still
0: good. Anyway, it was, uh, I guess it was a historic day for them as as the last McDonald's cheeseburger sold in Iceland back in 2009. I don't know if McDonald's went back since then. 2009 is a long time ago. No. 11 years. But anyway. Yeah, so at least this live stream, you have a clock to look at. You have a nice aquarium to look at. And you have an S21 to look at. And he's trying to figure out, I guess, how long it can live underwater. This is a futuristic aquarium. Never mind a goldfish, Will. Uh-huh. You just put your smartphone in water now. What's this? I don't know. <laughs> That's just for your entertainment, Will. Sure. In the corner Why there. My so he's at, what, 62 hours, 37 minutes now? Plus 200 hours? Yeah. And uh, read the description for updates. As of press time, the particular S21 unit on stream has been survived sitting in, yes, water. I guess it's a cool concept. I don't know. What do you do? You put this on in the background? We all wait for it to fail? Yeah. Uh, that's not bad, but maybe it do- What's your guess, Will? When does it fail? I don't think it will. Ever?
1: Well, I mean, it will eventually fail. Mainly. uh... So does the guy? Know, does this guy
0: keep the stream for the maybe next? Maybe
1: the display fails before. Does he keep the
0: stream for like a year? Yeah, why not? He does.
1: It'll be a good uh advertising. What's
0: his uh, YouTube channel? Let's give him I a shout some. out.
1: It's a photo owl time lapse.
0: Photo owl time lapse. Willie dude just told you you have to do this for wow. a year now. Seven K subscribers so are you satisfied with that or not
1: no i thought it would be a lot more
0: why is that because it's based
1: on this idea it's a good idea
0: oh you're a big fan i think so yeah oh that's his art on the left hand side there
1: i don't know oh that's a that's a great idea to advertise his art on the side wow Wow, you're his number one fan now you know (laughs) i love content like this
0: will's like uh you're ready to hit him with the super chat (laughs)
1: yeah I'll give him like 10
0: bucks. You're ready to hit him with a super chat. I'll support him. Anyway, yeah, S21, it's uh, built to survive exposure to water, but I think he's probably going to go beyond their recommendation. Oh, what does it say here? Update one. Oh, the stopwatch only goes up to 99 hours, so he had to restart it. That's fair. Oh, phone gave a moisture detection warning at 117 hours. The screen was unresponsive and it kept jumping between applications uncontrollably. Mm. After some button pressing, it works fine again. The moisture warning is still there. Let's see what happens next. At 241 hours, there were a dozen people watching, and everyone was interested if the speakers still work. I played some music, and the speaker sounded terrible, very quiet, and barely understandable. At this time, the water pressed lap, so that's why you see that on the screen now. He's still going. Mm-hmm. Moisture warning is, uh, is as far as it got to this point, but it's still okay. Shout out. Uh, Okay, speaking of laptops, here's a laptop you might want to mine some crypto on. Look at this absolute beast. I saw this poking around social media. A multitasker's dream device. This monstrosity is called the Aurora 7. The 7 stands for the fact that there's seven displays on this laptop. I kind of want this laptop. Weirdly. Can I have this laptop right here for this show?
1: Well, I'm talking to them and see what they...
0: You're already talking to them? Yeah. They're excited. They know us. (laughs) Wow. Really do. So you let me down on the Starlink a little bit, but you just redeemed yourself massively over here with the Aurora 7 laptop. Amazing. That'd be crazy to get it in studio. The company is called Expanscape, and it is very Inspector Gadget-like, which is what The Verge suggests. I was a big Inspector Gadget guy when I was a kid, so that doesn't bother me one bit. Hmm. And uh, the main display is a 17.3-inch 4K display. Ah, I love that. That's the display I have here, actually. This is a, no, this is a 15.6-inch 4K. But anyway, that's nice. Left and right displays are single 7-inch 1200p monitors and more 7-inch 1200p touchscreen displays mounted to the wrist rest. This prototype weighs 26 pounds. I don't care. I don't care if it weighs 26 nice. pounds. It's also got some specs in it. Look at this. Intel Core i9-9900K, 64 gigs of RAM, and future revisions will use the NVIDIA RTX 2070 with options for the AMD Ryzen 9 3950 and Intel's i9-10900K. So, I kind of want some RTX over there. Uh Uh-huh. But that's okay. I can live with it for now. It is absolutely insane, which is exactly why I want it sure i feel like i gotta check it out on, and on the table there yeah right here No, oh. no i mean i'll do an unbox therapy video imagine sure. using that on a daily it is wild i mean if you're trading stocks and
1: doing a bunch of other stuff multitasking Trading stocks and great. doing
0: a bunch of other stuff that's what the whole world is doing oh, right now. of course now. yeah the whole globe is trading stocks crypto and a bunch of other stuff yep and they're also using expressvpn to watch international netflix yeah. At the same time. And you need you need seven screens for that. The Aurora 7. It's a working title. It is a prototype. But Willy Do says they're sending it to us. So keep it locked. Now, this next laptop is kind of the opposite. And this is a speculation, a render an up, of an upcoming MacBook Pro. Imagine that for a refresh. You see that image? Nice. You can boot that up a little bit bigger. So we have uh, Ming-Chi is back. And he says, you know what? MacBook Pro is going to take the styling cues from the iPhones right now. It's going to get some of those sharper edges, more blocky, and f- uh, fewer curves to it. Of course, everybody wants an update to the bezel, mm. which is still pretty fat by modern standards. This render is beautiful, obviously. I mean, that is such a simple. We've seen the other rumors as far as MagSafe coming back. You see the MagSafe port on there other rumors about ditching the touch bar which it seems like pretty much nobody likes so anyways this is uh this is his speculation that this is what we're going to see for the 2021 macbook pro a flatter design still has rounded corners expected to release a 16 inch version of it and it could be the first arm-based macbook to support magsafe charging of course the pro designation also normally implies a few more cores to work with as well. Mm-hmm. But that that one that render looks impossibly thin. I don't know if it's gonna be that thin. Yeah. The other thing we're excited for, you and I, Will, and I know I can speak on your behalf, is the inclusion of an SD card slot. Yeah. That'd be nice. Of course. Now, it makes so much sense. You don't actually see it on this render, but maybe it's over on the other side. Yeah. That perked up Mo's attention as well. He heard SD card slot. Nothing quite gets him going like an S D card He's slot. Perked. Yeah, that's right. He got perked right up. Apparently, Apple car talks are over between Hyundai, Kia, and themselves. Now, I don't know if you can believe this or not, because you remember when the report originally came out, at first, Hyundai was like, yeah, we're talking to Apple. And then the story started to move around the web and the world as it would. And then they came out and said, no, we're not. We talked to a lot of car companies. And then the third time around, they said, we don't disclose stuff like that. Yeah. They did this action as well with the hand. Huh. <laughs> no, that wasn't. hands? You got the wrong guy. I never said that. Did he say that? Did you say that? Mm-hmm. Now, Apple is has a huge reputation here for being incredibly secretive. And so when I saw the initial reports, I was like, how are they allowed to talk about this? Apple definitely doesn't want this information out there. But, you know, it's all strategy and you never mm-hmm. know how these things go. And they this right here... Sweat. Yeah, this right here could be strategy as well. For them to come out publicly and say, uh, oh no, we're not talking to them anymore. It's over. It's done. Right? Maybe that's a strategy a negotiation tactic. You'll never know because you're not on the inside, but it's interesting nonetheless. And it got me to check out some of what Hyundai and Kia are doing on their own anyway. Because they're actually doing some things. And I start to understand why there's so much interest from Apple to work with them. And let me tell you why, Willie. It all comes down to battery technology and recharge, Hmm. which is huge for the EV segment. So they've been working on their very own platform, which we've talked about a couple of times, but we're mostly looking at the designs and saying, oh, those look cool. But how about this, Will? How about an EV on the new dedicated platform, their new dedicated EV platform, beginning with the Ionic 5 in March, that's able to charge eighty per- to 80% capacity in 18 minutes. And get as much as 100 kilometers of driving range in just five minutes. Wow. I don't even know if you heard me right now.
1: That's like a what are those, warp charge, but for cars.
0: I don't even know if you heard yeah. me right now. Yeah,
1: That's very impressive.
0: capacity. This car. EVs made on this platform will be able to charge up to 80% capacity in 18 minutes and add as much as 100 kilometers, which is 62 miles of driving range in just five, and they'll have a top range of 500 kilometers on a single charge. The EV stuff, the game is on.
1: How much is that charger? You can't get that
0: at home, can you? I'm going to get that at home. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to have to... I don't know, a uh, merge, merge to connections. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, I, I can't see the point of having the feature. But look, even if it's... Even, Will, if it's at a dedicated charge station, it doesn't matter. It's still amazing. Yeah. It's still incredible. Mm-hmm. 80% in 18 minutes, 100 kilometers in five. I mean, you're getting ever closer to that complete replacement of the gasoline vehicle. Yeah. Because that's the only... That's the issue right now. So that's kind of amazing. And I actually like what they're doing with their shapes. I like what they're doing with their designs. I think I'm going to partner with them. Are are you? Yeah, that's right. Because Kia and Hyundai, they got the future, man. They figured it out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Shout out Korea on that. Yeah, it looks good. So, when we saw the design... Of the Apple car. You know, we were showing it off. It was a kind of curvy looking thing. I like this one better. The Ionic 5. Look at the shape on that. It's like a Cybertruck mixed with a Model X and way more, uh, what would you call it, like, aggression to it.
1: Hmm.
0: Although they still got the curvy looking one on the the left there. the The coupe model. Maybe that was the one that the Apple car was based on. Anyway, I'm not... I'm not convinced that they're not talking anymore. I think a deal could still be struck, but we got to wait and see. How about this, Will? A pair of unworn 1985 Michael Jordan autographed Air Jordan 1s on eBay. One million USD. Huh. You know the memorabilia, the collecting, it's out of control. Is this
1: the ultimate? Like uh, in terms of shoes?
0: 1985 Michael Jordan Air Jordan 1 with a signature from the time... Reportedly one of two verified pairs with MJ's rookie signature. What is it when it comes to collecting, Will? It's all about how rare is the thing? How many of these exist?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I actually think for a million bucks, it's a good investment. If it can be verified, I'll give you two million. Really? No, I don't They say it's one of two in existence when it comes to collecting, that's where the value lives. Uh You're talking about the enthusiasm of the entire sneaker culture, the enthusiasm of the entire basketball culture, the entire enthusiasm of the sports world culture, Mm -hmm. the collector culture. There's a lot of people that could translate that that enthusiasm into the ownership of a collector's item like this. Right. Now, I don't know if it actually sold for a million dollars or if the listing actually, maybe it will go higher. I don't know. The shoe is in its original make and colorway. It has become scarce in the sneaker world. They believe there's 15 to 20 dead stock pairs of these Air Jordan 1s in this particular skew that were ever made in the first place. Not around right now. That were ever made in the first place. They think that this pristine condition pair of sneakers may have been one of the early player samples. It has PS in the product name on the label. It could have been one of the early player samples provided to Jordan to say, hey, what do you think about these sneakers? You want to make a deal? What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. You want to make some changes, whatever. That early. The most iconic sneaker. Now, here's an interesting tidbit. The shoes come mismatched. One is size 13. The other is 13.5. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. This would, would obviously set a new record, but it's all about collections right now, Will. So, we saw the highest-priced hockey card recently. We've seen the highest-priced Pokemon. It's out of control. Whether you're into coins or stocks or memorabilia.
1: It's all about collecting. Investing.
0: Everything is rocket ships right now. Mm Because everyone's at home, and they can't entertain themselves. And so, it's rocket ships for all. Collecting and investing. Now, do me a favor and just click on the eBay link real quick. I just... Feel like we might as well get an update. Ah, oh, the eBay link doesn't take you to the post. Come on, you're not even gonna link the post, hype beast? Come on. You gotta link the post, don't you? These are all internal links to promote the site. We can't get the actual
1: sure few eBay
0: post. Willie Doo's gonna try to track it down real quick because I just wanna see what they if they actually sold or if they're still listed oh here we go We do track it down million dollars still in stock so is it a buy it now type it is a buy it now one million dollars buy it now imagine what am I doing PayPal you a million dollars oh that's crazy those are in good shape those are pristine yeah player sample player sample 13 13 and a half just get it did he wear two different size shoes very interesting.
1: Yeah, they didn't really say. One million I'm dollar curious. sneakers.
0: Will, I think, uh, you think you should put it on your watch list. Okay. Yeah, put it on your watch no, list. No, I'll there. buy it now. Add to your cart. There's a bit, of, a bit of a snafu during the Super Bowl. I don't know if you watched it at all, Will. Speaking of sports, apparently two Super Bowl ads had the exact same footage from different companies. It was a, it was a stock it was a stock <laughs> video mishap oh <laughs> can't blame them come
1: on if uh,
0: it's it, a company called film supply and they let you get those clips yeah it's like when you get the photos stock photos sure stock audio yeah but when it's an actual video clip and it's the most important day of your advertising agency's entire year it's the Super Bowl and you have the same footage as the next commercial
1: literally back to back.
0: No, I'm just oh, I'm exaggerating. Like Super I'm exaggerating. So, there was a company, a job site Indeed, and a mortgage company called Guaranteed Rate, and they used the exact mm. same video clip from Film Supply. Now, Film Supply took some heat for. It. Eventually, they made a joke about it. They paid millions of dollars for this spot to essentially run the same clip. <laughs> oh uh, boy. Now, Film Supply said, you know what, it's their fault because we have an option on our site to buy the exclusive rights so no uh, one else can use it. And they both went for the cheaper option. <laughs>
1: Just to save a few.
0: Now, one of the companies, guaranteed rate, they made the commercial on their own in-house. So maybe they have an excuse, like you're not really in the ad, you know, I don't know. But on the other hand, the Indeed commercial was made by 72 and Sunny, which is an ad agency. Oh, Very so big ad agency. So I'm guessing they're in trouble. They might be getting, they might be getting a few words yeah. from their client. How did this happen? And so forth. But it's kind of a sign of the times to a certain extent. Where it's like all this stuff is being sourced. It's hard to get out and shoot material. We have so much high quality footage to choose from online. And uh, increasingly, this is the method by which content is being created. Mm-hmm stock video stock photo it looks like their color correction was a little different yeah anyway not only did film supply crack a little joke about it but so did popeyes because you know popeyes is always their social media always on top of the snafu Mm -hmm. well they put out uh a tweet with a video clip and if you watch it here what you're going to see is they also inserted the stock footage right there (laughs)
1: not even color corrected it's no 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 inserted
0: no no does this mean we can have a bit an ad in the big game too <laughs> that's funny yeah so they went Get and got the them. stock footage it's meme stock footage shout out to popeyes they're quick yeah they're quick they're man they, they i'll tell you what they're quick enough that they sell a few chicken sandwiches mm-hmm. i'll tell you what all right here's the last one of the day and what a weird development in this story man i don't even i don't know what to make of it at this point Uh, this was the girl who had the gorilla glue in the hair uh uh-huh and it was a TikTok viral clip and then all of twitter got involved and everyone was following the saga and then gorilla glue got involved and he said here's some advice for how you might get it out of your hair since it's been like that for a month
1: yeah please don't sue us (laughs)
0: Kind of, <laughs> yeah. Kind of, and they say to use uh, a rubbing alcohol, I believe. And she attempts it, and it doesn't work, and she ends up in the ER Oof. with the with the glued hair. And they're looking at it. I think there's an image of it in this article. Like this. Oh my God! This has 144.9 thousand. What is that shares on Facebook? Oh man, this story is bigger than I thought it was. So, gorilla glue keeps going and apologizing. And they say, look, our spray adhesive, it says on the package, is permanent and and should not be uh, used for these type of things. But you got these nasty photos now of her in the emergency room after having attempted to use the alcohol. And you can see it's just gumming up and it's not coming out. It's fused in there, man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't know if you ever use these Gorilla products, but they're for real.
1: Yeah, we got some in the studio, right?
0: I just okay. bought Gorilla tape last night. Like, I I love their products. Shout out Gorilla product.
1: Uh-huh.
0: They got great products. And so they work. Their products are heavy, serious stuff. And if you had it in your hair, it's a real problem. But you're right. Now, the whole thing has developed. It has a ton of attention. And so she goes and says, you know what? or somebody close to the matter says that she's going to sue them. Mm. And you're like, think it to yourself. Well, and, we, and this conversation has been around forever, where people are saying, how can you sue them? I mean, it says right on it, you don't, put it in, don't use it on your body, whatever. And this is why those labels exist like that. Uh-huh. But the other part of it is, it has so much social media attention right now, where you feel like Gorilla Glue is just better off to just settle it. They can't fight that in court. They're not going to... This girl is suffering, and it's just such a weird development how the whole thing works. And I, you know what? For the record, I'm not saying, I'm not giving anybody legal advice on what they should and shouldn't do. Uh. I'm not surprised, though, that it went this way.
1: What's the sentiment um, from social media are they with
0: this girl or are they with well at first for sure people were sympathetic yeah for sure at first people were sympathetic but if it does come out that she's actually suing them i feel like you're going to have the other group come out of the woodwork the other group's going to come out and say you put it in your hair it's obviously a heavy duty adhesive for construction and yeah industrial commercial applications it's not... I mean, it says that right on the package. I'm sure all the warnings are there. Uh-huh. So you're going to get those people and you're going to have the conversation publicly, but it's obviously amplified and elevated by the amount of attention that it's gotten. Yeah. And so now it's something different. Otherwise, you wouldn't have all these social media responses from Gorilla Glue. They're kind of sniffing what you said. They're they, they can smell that the thing is bubbling in a negative way towards them. And that sentiment could be worse than whatever they have to pay this girl right. to come out and say, you know what, Gorilla Glue really helped me out and fixed my head. Yeah. It's a tough spot, man. Social media really, uh, well, it, it really affects, it really has an effect on how these things play out. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how that sentiment shifts, but what a wild development. I, I guess to, there's a couple lessons today. Yeah. Don't <laughs> well, use the same stock footage, y- yeah, as the other Super Bowl commercials, mm-hmm. and don't use the gorilla glue on the hair unless it's part of a ploy. It might be yeah. to mess yourself up and then sue them. No, no, I'm not. Don't. Okay. I'm not suggesting you do that. Okay.